Welcome to the Washington Church Toledo Podcast. Together, we are learning to encourage one another to walk with God through cultivating a personal relationship with Jesus the Christ. This podcast consists of recordings from our Sunday morning worship services and other teaching events that you are more than welcome to come join us live. Good to be with you all tonight. Um, For those of you who have never been here, this is just a gathering created to be intentional about connecting with the Lord and learning more about the Holy Spirit and having an extended time of worship. And uh, we've been having these since either August or September, once a month. And uh, they've just been a really rich time to gather and to be together. And each time we brought in somebody to share um, from outside of our church community about their own journey of faith, um, specifically around submitting themselves to the Holy Spirit and just listening to what the Holy Spirit has for them. Um, But what I'm excited about is tonight's different. Tonight we actually have our own people, (laughs) some of our own people from Washington Church that are going to share. And they're going to share about their journeys. Same, Same thing. Testimonies about their faithfulness. They're listening to the Lord. They're being used by God. They're discovering their spiritual gifts. And, uh, and they come from all different walks of life. Um, and as you'll, as you'll hear their stories, one of my hopes is that you can identify with them. Because um, as much it, and as great as they are, they're not these super spiritual people. Um, they're just walking with the Lord in faithfulness, wanting to connect with God more. Um, you'll hear uh, similarities through their stories, woven stories of, of an openness and a willingness kind of bringing themselves before God and God using him in just amazing and, and, and beautiful ways. Um, so they're going to each share a, a piece of their testimony. And um, one of their heart's desire as they met together and talked about what they want to talk about and share with you is to see each and every one of you have these experiences with God. Uh, so after they finish sharing, they're going to, um, for whoever wants to, just to pray for you, pray over you, pray for you. Um, if you're wrestling with, you know, one of my gifts and how has God um, equipped me and, and what am I to be doing? That's part of what tonight's about. And they're hoping to just pray over that and pray with that for you and, and with you and um, maybe have some of those, those gifts come to light. Um, and so um, I'm going to invite up these three right here, Madison, Sean and Corey. Come on up. so good and those songs just made me think like every day is an opportunity to turn a new leaf um and god is our deliverer so um just to tap on to what bridget said is um when we go through hard times god gives us the opportunity to gain authority over that conquer that and then help others and ourselves to conquer that that thing so god's our deliverance so good and also just the word hallelujah that's all he wants is us to just lift our heads and sing to him and it's amazing to me that all we have to do is say hallelujah that's for him but it's rewarding for me that word is feels good to come out and say that so how nice is that that all he wants is something so simple and it even is feels good for us um i'm gonna start so thank you guys for coming and thank you jimmy wherever you just disappeared to where did he go Okay, well, thanks, Jimmy. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Jimmy, for um, trusting um, and asking me to speak as one of the people. Um, And so I'll start there. I got a text, hey, call me when you have a chance. Called him. He's like, hey, do you think you could speak at the encounter? And like, not even a millisecond. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be there anyways. And so, sure, I'll talk. I'm already accounted for and hung up the phone. And when I hung up the phone, I was like, who am I? Who is this person? Um, And so for two reasons, I felt that because um, had I not lived out some of these experiences I've had recently, um, there wouldn't have been an opportunity for other people to see um, my gifts and to call them out and to even be called to do something like this. So one, I'm just grateful for that and that obedience. And two, six months ago or at least a year ago, I probably wouldn't have received that call because I wasn't living out my gifts. But if I were, that answer would not have been yes so easily. So that in itself is just a testament to how God is transforming me and how God wants to transform all of us together. Um, so um, some experiences that I've had in doing so, um, I just feel like, you know, 
where, how did this start? Like, where did this explosion begin? And for me, I just feel like there was this moment where, um, you know, I had to go into a lull first. I, um, you know, it wasn't coming all the time. And one of the things I had a second kid, my first kid was 10 years older. So I was like figuring out how to be a mom all over again to a baby and stop coming every Sunday. And you know how, you know, all the excuses we can say and kind of fell in a slump. Then I just, you know, never came out of that, which is kind of coming when it was convenient for me, let's say. And um, then COVID came and um, that severance like pained me. Like I had mm. this ache in my heart. Um, and started joining online and doing other things on top of that. And when we started coming back outside, one of the last outdoor experiences um, it was one of my first really like profound, crazy emotions where um, I totally was like, I'm giving myself over to you again. Like, I don't want to sever myself ever again. And God's like, yeah, that's great. And I hear you and that's fine, but you need to say that out loud. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, whether that was because somebody else was feeling that and they need to hear that too, or that I need to speak it f for maybe myself for that accountability. But God was not going to let me leave that service without uh, getting, you know, the courage to go up there and say that loud. And I did that. And that was a very freeing experience. Um, and from there, I just felt like I opened that door that I didn't even know was closed first and foremost. So, um, so by getting that courage that day to stand up and speak and say, okay, God, I'm all yours. Like I'm all in, I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of this mediocre life. I want to be Christ-like and I want to turn myself to you fully. Um, I, we had been offering prayer. If you guys go to our church, we offer prayer now um, on the side and I took opportunity for that and I had an amazing experience. What was spoken over me was very relevant, um, it was very powerful. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, yet again. Like, right, thanks, God. And um, so I was meeting with Jimmy for something miscellaneous on the side. And I kind of mentioned, you know, like, you know, just in conversation, I had that experience. It was great. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe you should share that. Like, maybe we'll work that in somewhere. And, um, yeah, it wasn't really talked about. So then that was on June 8th. I looked back at my journals. And then June 27th was our Sunday service where many of you, if you guys were there, um, Jimmy was talking and I totally interrupted him. <laughs> well, God did, but like, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's not something that normal people want to do, right? So I just want you to know I sat there for like five minimal minutes saying, God, that's not, that's rude. Like I, and I don't want to do that, right? But God gave me that experience. Like I had so much spiritual energy that I honestly had to take breaths and breathe some of it out because it was feeling combustible. Like, um, he wasn't going to let me bypass that. So if you were there, you know, I went up to service and I said, listen, I received prayer. I had this amazing experience. It is changing me. It is building confidence. It is showing me this, the Holy Spirit is alive and you all need to experience that because when you experience God, if you guys have already, it's the most amazing experience ever. And so when you experience those, you want everyone to have that. And, um, and then God was so gracious by, you know, okay, do you want to show the next slide? And that's exactly what Jimmy's intent was. So it was just God was so good to us. Um, that we're getting on the same page when we're listening. When we're listening, we are hearing him. Um, and so um, what that conversation did and me stepping out in my faith and being obedient to God did for me was it was a stepping stone. It was an ability for other people to say, hey, I think you have a gift, okay? And I didn't even know that even though I was doing that. So um, being open helped you know, Jimmy and other people say, I think you got a gift. So what that did was I need you to get with people who are already working their gifts or exploring their gifts. Started doing that. That's been great. Um, and that gave me an opportunity to meet in a small setting with some people. Um, and the intent was we're prayer focused right now. So let's go, let's pray for some people. And I'm like, all in now. I'm like, I'm all in praying. I don't, I'm not afraid of that at all. And so I'm like, yep, I'll be there go in to pray, to pray. We're preparing for those who are coming to be prayed over. And I was asked, have you ever been filled with the Spirit? I was like, oh, I've been baptized. Like, 
is that what you mean? And he's like, no, have you been filled with the spirit? And I'm like, well, I have no idea what you're saying to me. So no, I, I don't know. And because I'm not very experienced, those of you who know me personally know my story and I'll get to that. But, um, so he's like, okay, stand up and I'll pray for you. And, um, this is just an example of the realness of the Holy Spirit because I'm not an expert. I don't know what that even the word means, let alone what's going to happen. And so as he prayed over me, as soon as he touched my forehead, the Holy Spirit literally filled my body. And if none of you have experienced that before, or my experience of that was an instantaneous warmth and energy, I'd call it, that just started to spill over my body and fill me from, from where he touched my, my body through the entire body. And um, because I had no idea what I was going to experience, I was not prepared, and I began to fall over like a tree being cut down in the woods. And I would not have cared if no one caught me. Like, I would have never tried to catch myself. It didn't matter. I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and nothing else mattered. Thank you for whoever caught me that evening. Um, But I didn't care. And so all this to say to you, like, um, the Holy Spirit is real. And if you open yourself up, those are the things you're going to experience. That same night, I mean, we could go on and on about our experience, I'm sure. And, you know, um, since then, I've had experience of speaking in tongue, um, which is very rewarding and, and fun. And um, I'm thankful for it. And um, so, yeah, a lot has happened since I opened myself up. And I think that's the key. And I am forever changed. I mean... Yes, I opened up and said, I'm ready, God. But I feel like I've done that before, right? We've, I, I want to say we've all, just because I have. But I have gone through seasons in my life. And I came to this point where I'm tired of seasons. When I am with you, I am so good mentally. My life doesn't always look good. But when I keep you focused, my life's so good. And so I don't want these ebbs anymore. I don't want the ebbs and flows. So I'm ready. Um, but by doing that and experiencing these things, it's just like, let's go. So that's why I think Jimmy asked me to talk because I've had this opportunity to have these experience where I know God in a different way. Like, and God has continued to show me in different ways. And, and that's what I think we're all going to receive when we utilize our gifts that we already have. Um, so um, what do we do with like all of this? You know, some of you are like, Let's get to the gifts. Like, how, how do you know you had your gift? And so first and foremost, I feel like God wants me to reiterate that we all have gifts. Um, I would love to say that that wouldn't have to be notated or talked about, but I think that we live in a world that makes us feel like we might not be worthy of that. And so number one, we have gifts. Um, and I wrote down 1 Corinthians twelve seven says, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for all for the common good. It also says in 1 Corinthians um, 12, 11, it says, all of these gifts are empowered by the same spirit distributed to each, each one individually as he wills. Okay, it doesn't say some. It says each and every single person. I also love the part where it says all of these gifts are empowered by the same spirit. So here's another thing I feel like I find. I feel like I find um, people, like for me example, I've always had this, had these gifts or, you know, the gifts that I have, I've always had them. Um, and you do too. But for example, um, I've always been encouraging to my friends and they're like, thank you for encouragement. You're so encouraging. Right. And maybe I was even hanging out with a group who was, who was saying you're encouraging as opposed to you have the gift of encouragement. Okay. And so all my life I had the gift of encouragement and I wasn't giving it its worth and until someone said, that's a gift, that's a God-given gift. And so all these gifts are given by the same spirit, which means it does not matter if you prophesy or have wisdom or you serve, it's time to stop telling ourselves that's a character characteristic trait. I'm a good encourager. Oh, I'm just good at serving meals, so that's why I have people over for dinner. No, that is your God-given gift. That is so important. So I just want to like break that lie, the lie that I might not have a gift. Maybe I'm not don't have that. Well, you do because it says it says so in the Bible. And two, um, 
you know, just giving it the author that power and the authority, like it's time to stop living like the earthly, like, oh, I'm just, it's a characteristic trait. I'm just a good encourager. No, that's God's gift. And then for me, once I named it and said, I have the gift of encouragement from God, now I'm intentionally living out that gift, okay? As opposed to before, I didn't see it as something on a shelf that was valuable that I, you know, held up high and used. I just, you know, just sat. Um, and then I just want to say, there's no such thing as an ungifted believer. There just isn't. Um, and so if you're, if you're here today because you don't believe that you have a gift, we can pray about that. But secondly, um, God distributes the gifts. So those are given to you by grace. And so I think what some of us do is, um, what do I have to do to get this gift, God? Like, I want this gift, okay? You already have it. You don't have to do anything, okay? He's given it to you by grace. So, um, like, for me, for instance, um, some of you think that I'm new to Washington. I don't know. Just so you know, I've been here since 2013. <laughs> I was baptized in 2014 in June here. Um, and, and so that just goes to show how my faith has gone in ebbs and flows. I'm definitely not what it looks like to be the example of the best Christian, right? Um, I had a kid at 20. I wasn't married, you know? Like, I could go on and on of the list as why I, you know, oh, I didn't do it right, right? Or I am not living out the Christ-like life. Um, and so I'm just, you know, a testimony to say, you don't have to have it all. You don't have to meet the requirement to get your gift. It's already there. Um, and so just also, just not, not comparing is what I had written down. And, um, and then third, um, the gifts are for edification. Um, and the only reason that I mentioned this is because edification is just like it's, you're using your gift when God allows you to do so for him. That's edifying God. And so uh, we've talked about this in Romans. I don't feel like we live in a world where we walk around like, I'm awesome. I'm amazing, right? But it is just to note that, like, we can't boast about it. Like, when I went up on that Sunday and spoke, better believe I wanted to hide. Like, I did not want the attention on me. I did not go up there. The reason I sat there for so long is because I'm like, I don't want to do that, you know? Um, so it's not about us, though. It's about God. Um, and so you can't, you can't say, I did a good job, right? You just can't. And then also, when other people are using their gifts, you can't say, I don't have these gifts. They, just, they always are getting these gifts. These things are happening to them. You know, it's not them. It's God. All of this is God. We just have to be open to him and let him use us. Um, but the reason I mentioned it the most is gifts are for edification is because I feel like more so what applies, which we kind of talked about this in Romans if you come to our church, about... Um, we can't feel guilty about being obedient. So I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't think of themselves highly, which we should because we are Christ's children. We are God's children. Christ lives inside of us. That means we're pretty darn important, right? And so, you know, we can't feel guilty that he wants to use us. Like that is the purpose of our creation is for God to use us. Um, so just, I just want you to break that lie that, you know, if I do this, I, people will think I'm doing it for me or whatever. So just that guilt piece that I think deters us from stepping out into our faith and standing up for, for Jesus and what he wants us to say. And then lastly, we are called to share. So two-part here. We're called to share, meaning if you feel like you have the gift of encouragement or you feel like you have the gift of hospitality, then you better be sharing that gift and you better be living it out because God gave it to you. That is God's gift to you. And... Um, and, and so why would we keep that for, you know, and hide it, you know, for whatever reason we may be doing that. Um, and also we need to share it because until Jesus returns, we literally are the hands and feet of God. So, um, and, and also, you know, when we do this and we share our stories together, it's encouraging, right? It, it, get, it builds the faith. It, it builds us to, to say, wow, I'm so glad you shared that experience because I had that experience and I thought that was crazy, right? And so it's just so good to share. Um, 
And also I feel like in this world, we are given a lot of jobs. We're, we're parents, we're students, we're employees, we're dog poop picker uppers. I don't know what you do, but you have a lot of jobs at home, right? But it's like, I think we can all agree that the number one job is living out for God, like doing the, the job he gave us. And so I just um, I wanna squash like all the lies that, that have been embedded into us as to why we aren't breaking through these grounds. And I feel like today is that new leaf to turn to say, you know, I, I know I have a gift because I know you're real God and I know your word is true. I know I can be used. Um, and then and getting prayer for that. Or if you've already had that experience, share it with people and encourage them and continue to seek it. Um, and so lastly, I'm just so thankful for our church and the space it provides because Again, I mean, I think I've had these gifts forever, but I've not put myself, and that's a key word, like I haven't put myself into a position prior to attending here um, to live that out comfortably. So I'm just so thankful for where we're going and for these spaces. And if you are feeling, you know, intrigued to dive into your gift and use it, like, hallelujah, hallelujah, now's the time because our church is, is like, wanting that for you because that is just getting us closer to God and that is the purpose of our life. So I'm thankful for that. And I just wanted to touch on, Pastor Jimmy had mentioned last Sunday about the story of Mary. So quickly, if you weren't there, um, just saying that, you know, what a servant Mary was to take on the the word that the angel had come and told her that you're going to carry Jesus. And, and she said yes. And so just that reminder when he said that, like, imagine what our world, if we would even be here, because we, we wouldn't, um, if Mary said no. So for me, it's just like, what will our world look like if we start saying yes? Like, that is like, you know... No one's going to carry Jesus. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is we can do those great things that God has given us to do. Um, and so just that, that word um, Pastor Jimmy had mentioned, it's called hineni. Am I saying that right? Hineni. Um, I love that. That means like I am the Lord's servant. I am present. Um, and I am here. And I just am so thankful that you guys are here. Um, and I, I just want to walk with you, and I want to pray with you, and I just, we are better in strength and number, and I am just, like, ready to, like, to lose our gifts and change the world. Like Kelly says, uh, what does she say, break uh, atmospheres or so? What does she say? Change, change, change atmospheres. atmospheres, yes. I'm ready to do that. Thank you, Madison. You're welcome. I'm just super encouraged that Madison's up here. <laughs> if you've known her for any length of time. It's the just, gift of encouragement. Yeah, that's right. Um, I just want to, like, guys, if you're here, I'm just assuming then that you're hungry. And so I just want to affirm you uh, that God's going to honor the fact that you're hungry. And um, Spiritual gifts have been a part of my walk with God since, since I gave my life to Jesus, basically right away. Um, and I'll bet that that's the same for all of you in this room. And probably like me, um, we just didn't have words to put around it, I would bet. Um, and so I just want to share some stories that hopefully build some faith. So like I can give you an example of uh, weeks after coming to know the Lord, um, repenting of my sin and telling Jesus, like, like God, I'm, I'm just going to give you my whole life, whatever you want me to do. Um, I saw Kelly for the first time and knew that I was going to marry her. Aww. Like I, God communicated to me, like, this is going to be your wife. Um, and we're married. <laughs> and if uh, and if you if you would have asked her, or you know, it was not a, that was not an easy connection from Ada from me seeing her for the first time and then us getting married. Um, but an absolute certainty, and I would say not in like the romantic, well, let's make a movie out of this way, but in like a God revealed to me who He was making her to be, and it, I just had assurance that that was. I wasn't looking to date um, or anything like that. But you know, this is weeks after coming to know the Lord. God is communicating with me, and I thought that was absolutely normal. And I didn't have words around what you call that when God talks to you like that. I was just like, oh, okay. And that was part of the allure for me when the people that first explained to me the gospel of like, 
yeah, I want to do this because you're talking about a life of purpose and power where healing happens, where life change happens. Like, okay, that's, that's something that is lacking in my life and I would like. And so I don't really want to do a Christianity without, without that. Um, you know, and then so weeks after seeing Kelly, um, I was leading a Bible study and it was crazy. I was walking around campus and literally all of the people in that Bible study, God prompted me to them. And two of them didn't even go to college. <laughs> uh, they were just on campus for whatever bizarre reason. And, you know, um, you know, and one was a secular humanist. Another was an atheist. Another guy was blind. Another guy had a life-threatening... I mean, we had the coolest Bible study that has ever existed. Um, and I would, have never, I would have never chosen it for myself. I would have never asked these guys. Um, and it was like the most encouraging, real, raw Bible study. And it was literally because God was like, I want you... I mean, it's like directed. I would like you to go speak to that person. Um, and again, it was like... I'm sure some of you are saying they're like, that's my experience. God and I have that kind of communication and other people are that's, that hasn't been my experience, but that can be a way that he communicates with. He communicates with us in so many ways. And so I, I still don't have words to put around like what's happening, but I'm just assuming that this is, this is normal. Um, fast forward like a year after that, um, I have a college roommate and he's a super passionate guy and he preaches at a college Sunday here at Washington um, and God told me he was going to be a pastor, that he was going to use him as a shepherd. And so I started calling him pastor. But he wanted to go to med school, so he was getting really angry with me every time I would say it. And we lived together, and I wouldn't use his name. But I felt like this piece of, like, I'm encouraging you into what God is calling you to, and you can be as mad as you want, man. And wouldn't you know it, he's a pastor in Napoleon. He's not that and super encouraging for me because, again, this wasn't like I think you would be good at something um, or, man, you're, you know, I really loved your preaching style. This was like the divine is communicating to me to, to help this, to encourage, to come alongside this person. Um, and what a way to be used, right? Mm. It wasn't directly for me, but in some ways it bolstered me, you know, just as much as him. And so super cool. And then... Um, a story about the gift of faith. And again, I didn't have words to put around what this kind of thing was, but um, when I was finishing my undergraduate at UT, um, I had a full ride scholarship to law school. And I was discerning whether I should continue with that. And I knew the answer. I was being disobedient. I knew I wasn't supposed to go, but I was really afraid to give up a full ride somewhere. And I also was afraid to say no and, and to do what then? Um, right, and this was, I would have to do a lot of backtracking after I'd already told the family and everybody else, like, this is where I'm headed. Um, so, so, it's crazy. Through the, it was a really hard discernment process, but decided, like, nope, I'm supposed to give up and just, just take the leap. Um, and as soon as I did, I, like, had this insane amount of peace. Um, but I was like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, and... I knew that I was supposed to, to, to go into a field where I like counseling, which is what I did. And, um, but I was like, now how do I pay? <laughs> uh, how do I pay for this? Um, and it's just so crazy. I don't really know how to explain it. But so I was like, okay, well, UT is going to have to pay for me to do this because I literally have no money. Like, I, there's no way this is going to happen. And so... Um, I meet with some people and I'm like, I need, a, I need like a TA position or a GA ship or something to help me subsidize the cost of school. And I met with this guy and he was a really mean guy, like super mean. Um, and I don't, I don't even mean that, like, I don't know what was going on in his life and I didn't have the maturity at that point to realize like his hostility wasn't just directed towards me. I'm sure it's something that's going on, but so just awfully mean. And uh, he's like, nope, sorry, I already have someone picked out. And I was like, oh man, because this is really last minute. Like law school's already started. This graduate position is about to start. We're talking like days before school starting again. And I'm like, oh, man. And God literally told me, just ask again. I was like, okay. That's weird. This guy really doesn't like me. I don't want to go talk to him again. So I go back to his office and was like, hey, I know you said that you found someone else. I just want to check in. And he's like, no, leave. Very abrupt. Like, why are you here? I was like, oh, okay, shoot. I thought that was going to be different. Um, Talking to Kelly, super concerned, like... 
at one point living out of my car, finances are tight. God's like, I need you to go ask again. No. I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I send him an email. So I chickened out a little bit. And he responds very aggressively. No, no, no. We have someone else. Stop. Okay. Shoot. Fourth time. Go back. So now I'm like basically camped outside this guy's office. <laughs> and now I've met the other person that he's hiring. And I'm like, this is a lovely woman. Like, I, I would hire her too. This is, shoot. Um, and he, he says, no, not doing it. I was like, okay. So this now we're on time five. God says, go back. And at this point, I'm like, I'm basically walking in the office and turning back around and walking right in. Um, like, I'm not even sitting down in the chair at this point. Um, and so he says no. Time six, he says no. Time seven, God says, I want you to go back again. This is the seventh time. And I'm like, I give up. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't even know if I want to go to grad school. You know, it's like you start having all those thoughts. Like, I don't want to do any of the things you're calling me to. I don't want to talk to this guy. He's so mean. Um, and so I go back. And his boss is there. And so she goes, are you Corey? <laughs> Yeah. She's like, I'm going to give you a job. And I was like, what? <laughs> and the man comes out of his office and starts screaming at her. And no, we're not. I have someone else picked out. And she literally like rebukes. She's like, stop. Go back to your office and shut the door. And I'm like, what is going on? So he goes to his office. He shuts the door. And she's like, I'm sorry about that. That was super unprofessional. I'm going to hire you. We'll make a new position for you, fully funded. Like she switched it from you'll have a GA ship to we will pay for school. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, you know, yeah, praise God. It nothing, I mean, this was not my perseverance by any means. This was literally like the divine is telling me just go back. I'll make it happen, you know. It's not lost on me that it was the seventh time or that I chickened out once and he still honored it or that, you know. He made something out of nothing, right? There was no job to be had. It had already been given. And so I just want to encourage you, like, those gifts are available. Um, I didn't have words for it. I didn't know what the names for those things were. Um, But if you're here right now and you're super skeptical of tongues or you're super, like, I don't know about people actually being healed or you're super skeptical about people receiving prophetic images, I just want you to know right now, like, I'm with you and I love you. And I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. And because, so th- these amazing things happened. Like seven-time rejection, acceptance, full, full scholarship. School is paying for itself. God's paying for school. And then I did an internship with another church here in Toledo. And they were much more heavily charismatic. They did a lot of teaching on spiritual gifts. And I was completely destroyed. Um, I would go to service and the same woman would fall on the ground every Sunday and she, they'd cover her in a blanket and then they'd reveal the blanket and she'd jump back up like she'd been completely healed. And the first time I saw it, I was like, holy cow, whoa, oh my gosh. You know, and then you see it 17, the 17th time and you're like, you know, stone in my stomach. This is, this is really bad. And, and in services where the speaking in tongues is so confusing, it's, it's, it turns people away and everyone's lost. And, and um, that, that damaged me so badly that, that I locked a lot of this stuff away and was like, nope, it's fake. God doesn't talk like that. Um, I'm done with this. You know, I'd been doing homeless ministry with my wife and we'd go and pray every Saturday and I was not seeing a lot of victory in that and so I was like it's not true he doesn't heal he does not cure people with mental illnesses he doesn't get people off of medication it's not real you know and I kind of put it in a box and continued to live my life right and a life that looked like a lot of ministry and working for the church and moving to a, a neighborhood to do ministry and being a foster parent and trying to sell out and I put all of that in a box. I just want to encourage you right now. Like we don't want to do life without the gifts. Mm. It's like an essential piece of the, I got to a place where I was talking with Kelly and meeting with Jimmy saying like, I don't, I don't want to do Christianity. If it's this dead, mm. I can't be a part of another mm. Bible study or another prayer circle 
where literally no one in the circle expects for anything to happen. I can't. I, I know myself well enough. I will leave the faith before I'm dead. It will discourage me that much. I will walk away. I know it. And like having an existential crisis of like, Jimmy, I don't think God's talking to me anymore. Like, and I know I'm not talking to him. And I used to love the scriptures and now it sucks. Like I can't read it. I don't believe it. And I just want to say that within the past year or so, I hit a tipping point, a crisis point, which was literally, I can't do my job. I can't be a husband. I can't work with youth. Like I can't have conversations with youth who are suicidal and families with severe eating disorders. And I can't be a parent to a foster child and go through reunification without God being able to speak. Amen. Without healing being real. With, without people that aren't me receiving a prophetic word to share with me, without people to come alongside me and encourage me, if that can't be the case, I can't live my life and I'll probably be dead. Hmm. And so I just don't, we're all somewhere on the spectrum of like, imagine your life the way that it is and now imagine it with radical healing and prophecy and, and all the other stuff and it's just a better life. And so it's like, it's not super complicated. Uh, that's what I want for us. And it's communal. Like I realized I shut it away by myself and thought it was just about me and God. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize like I let you guys down. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to share whatever God was communicating through me to you Mm -hmm. for that entire season. And now he is. And I'm super excited about that. I just want to share with you one scripture that has been super impactful my entire life that I hold on to. And it's John 14, 12. It says... Truly, truly, this is Jesus. I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these. Like, what? Come on. (laughs) Because I am going to the Father, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the Father may be glorified, as Madison said, in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And so I just want to encourage you. I know the heart for the three of us up here is just we, like, we've been turned off to it. We've been skeptical to it. It has been intermittent in our lives. We don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, so the only thing that's changed is, uh, like, the hunk, right, the willing, the openness. Mm-hmm. And now we're just on this crazy ride. Mm-hmm. And I just want that for you. And so I'm excited that you're here. Thank you. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, so my name's Sean. Um, so growing up in a church, Christian home, uh, back in Lima, spiritual gifts was never talked about, never mentioned. It was kind of like you, you kind of knew about them, but nothing was ever done with it. Uh, fast forward through my life. Uh, I was in college at the time, at a very low point in my life. My faith was being challenged. Uh, it's no longer mommy and daddy's faith. It's like, this is your own now. You need to step into this. Uh, do you believe in me? Uh, and I remember being in a real low place, and I, I went into the shower in the dorms at like 5 o'clock in the morning. No one's up at 5 o'clock in the morning in, in college. <laughs> so I remember getting in the shower, and I was in there for probably an hour, hour and 20 minutes, just crying, sobbing. Didn't know what I was going to do. Didn't know. At that time, uh, my oldest brother, Jesse, was uh, they were going to have a kid, Eric. Uh, I was like, what kind of uncle am I going to be to Eric? Who am I going to be? You know, what, what type of son am I going to be uh, to my, my father? And at that point, in that low point, uh, he said to me very audibly, stick your head under the water. So I stuck my head under the water. He goes, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are mine. Mm. And that every ounce of that lifted away. Mm. It was gone. I remember texting every one of my family members, like, today is the dedication of my life to Christ. Mm. And, <laughs> and it was great. And, um, you know, you ride that spiritual high for a while, and then you kind of ebb and flow like Madison was talking about. And for four or five years, I mean, I just, I coasted. I was, 
Uh, I was here. Some of you might have seen me before. I never really interacted. I actually had some people when Brian and the guys went on the uh, Africa trip. Me and Brian are brothers. Some of you don't know. <laughs> um, they went on an Africa trip, and before they got back, I had people hugging me, saying, I'm glad you made it back safe from Africa, thinking I was broke. <laughs> so I was that under the radar. <laughs> so um, then... Uh, I, I met Haley and uh, we went through a year discernment process where I did um, about whether to date Haley or not and that we can say that I can go into a lot more detail with that one <laughs> but um so we ended up dating we went through premarital counseling with Jimmy and and in that session he mentioned spiritual gifts a couple of times I'm like okay like I wonder what mine is, you know? Is, is this real? Is this something that, uh, that lives today? And I was fortunate enough to work in a job that I could listen to podcasts all day. I worked in a detail shop back in Lima so I could just put headphones in, shut the world out, and just work. And I listened to podcast after podcast on just spiritual gifts. What are they? What are they out there? What are they called? What are different aspects of each one? And then uh, Haley and I wanted to go. We were invited to receive prayer uh, for aspects of life that, that Haley was struggling with, with uh, evil spirits just ruling over her. So I'm like, sweet, I'm all in for this, you know. My future wife is going to get prayed over, like, I'm going to be there. Mm. So we're, we're driving up to this. Uh, I'm driving from Lima, and in the car, uh, God tells me that you're going to experience speaking in tongues tonight. I'm like, okay. Very subtle. It wasn't like, thou shall speak, you know. <laughs> it, was, it was like, you're going to experience this tonight. I'm like, okay, sweet, awesome. Uh, I hope it does. <laughs> and then so we get there, and... You know, we walk in the door and you know, everybody's there and we're getting ready. You know, I'm, I'm psyched up. I'm so excited for Haley to receive prayer. <laughs> and then multiple people stand up, uh, one of those people being Madison, and then she falls over. <laughs> and I'm like, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And it was cool, backtrack just a little bit, walking into that room, uh, there was a sense of heaviness, and it wasn't in the negative sense that we use heaviness. It was this awe-inspiring authority um, that was in that room. God was in that room. Yeah. And I remember after Madison fell over, I mean, I'm, I've never experienced anything like this, so it's new to me. I'm weirded out almost in a way. I don't know what's going on. And uh, he's like, just stick through. And so I was like, okay, if you want me to lean into this, let's lean into this. And that was the yes that he was looking for. And in that night, uh, I uh, received a word from Christ through someone else. Some guy spoke to them and they spoke to me. And one of the things that this person said was, I see you in the back of the church, just coasting along. And God's standing on stage and points at you and calls you up front. Mm -hmm. And if none of anything that you have heard tonight resonates with you or no proof, I mean, like I said, I was in the back of church, now I'm up here. So that kind of <laughs> confirms everything, yeah, <laughs> or at least that vision. Um, so that night, he was like, I spoke to you, now I want you to speak to others. And I want to use your voice. And that night... God would speak to me a word for someone else, and I would tell that person. And it was this crazy, loving, mm -hmm. I don't even know how to describe it, experience that I drove home an hour and 20 minutes just in the silence because I had no clue how to even process any of this. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, holy crap, okay, you know, what do I do with this now? This is great. Uh, <laughs> In that time, I had a spiritual awakening that my prayer life changed. The way I viewed the world changed. Yes. It was no longer this worldly lens uh, like Corey shared in Corinthians or uh, 
in Corinthians 2.15, a wise man makes judgments of all things. The blinders were taken off. And the spiritual gift of mercy was, was born into me that was always there. And so the spiritual gift of mercy, I have to write it down because I butcher it every time. <laughs> the spiritual gift of mercy is the basic motivational drive in to sense and respond the emotional and spiritual needs of others. Those with the mercy motivational gift have a divine ability to sense hurt and respond to it with love and understanding. And when I read that, I mean, I look back at my life to where I had, one of my passions was if a friend was hurting, I was there. Anybody that was hurting, it's two o'clock in the morning, I really don't care, I just wanna be with you. I live by the standard of, I can't walk it for you, but I want to walk it with you. I don't know what that's like, what you're going through, but I want to be with you. I want to show you, God wants to show you who you are in his eyes. To where after that spiritual awakening, I mean, I had, it was like amplified tenfold. Mm -hmm. To where you get a deeper sense of, empathy that surpasses anything, any understanding. So I will have times where uh, I will have someone that's hurting or in the middle of the day, I'll all of a sudden have this feeling of like sadness. I could be on a super high, life's great, and all of a sudden it's like sadness, depression, everything crashing down. I'll have it for a couple minutes and then it's gone. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. Um, what the heck just happened? And then I would meet with a friend that night. And he's like, dude, I just feel so sad, depressed. I don't know what's going on. It's that deep of a level that I will feel what other people are feeling. I will meet strangers and they'll be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm good. You know, it's like, man, did you believe that? Like yourself? <laughs> like, I didn't. <laughs> Holy crap, man. <laughs> to where it's, you see through and God gave me a lens to see through all the facades we put up, the lies we listen to, mm -hmm. everything that we put before that we're not good enough, we're not worth it, we're not, I, I come from a broken background, I, I've done things in my life, I've hurt people, man, I just wanna hug you, mm -hmm. I wanna love you, like, God just wants to embrace you mm -hmm. and say, welcome home, I wanna be with you. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> Going through that is an amazing thing. Like Madison said, she could see it throughout her life. For me, it was, you know, I'd meet with friends or I would be talking with them in times of crisis or something would happen and all of a sudden, God would start speaking through me to where I'm like, oh, how did I know to say that? Or how, you know, how did the scripture randomly pop up? It's not like I read it yesterday or even, you know, things I shouldn't know went through like I know you've been feeling you know this depression for a couple weeks now and it's like how'd you know <laughs> um, it's just an amazing experience when you finally say yes and you realize who you are in Christ and you stop believing in all these lies that you're telling yourself you're not good enough you're not worth it everything that you can pack down man he just wants to show you who you are husband, wife, father, son, royalty. I mean, he wants to just take it and smash it. Even my prayer life has changed. Um, to where now it's, it's no longer, God, you know, if you have time, could you work in this person? You know, if, if it's your will, maybe it's like, no, I expect God, bind this in the name of, the Holy Spirit, it was not stand today. And I've had it to where I've had electricity run through my body. I almost sink into myself and I have no clue what's happening. And then I start speaking in tongues. And I've had that at work. And I'm pretty sure if my boss walked back there, he'd be super scared of what was going on. <laughs> but man, saying yes, it's just an amazing feeling that we all need to experience and we all have that gift mm -hmm. um, and I just wish that for you guys.
to just let's take off the blinders. Mm -hmm. Let's leave all that at the door. Mm -hmm. You're worth it. You can do it. I would love to like <clears throat> pray together in a sense that um, I don't know I guess I can pray um, and you guys maybe we can do like a pray uh, a speak and repeat type thing um, just to declare the ownership that we have the gifts um, and that we want to use them and just um, to just to know our, our identity in Christ so if we can do that and then if we want um, if anybody wants to come up and pray um, about gifts or about something in your life, anything where we want to pray and there's more people here. We'll all pray. That's the goal, right? The goal is for all of us to join in. So if anybody feels led to pray for someone or needs prayer, um, I would love to see that lived out tonight. So um, if you close your eyes, if you feel like it, do whatever you got to do to feel comfortable. <clears throat> God, thank you. God, thank you. I am the Lord's servant. I am the Lord's servant. Hinaneni. 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 I am present. I am present. I am here. I am here. God, show me my gift. God, show me my gift. God, help me use my gift. God, help me use my gift. Allow me to edify you, God. Allow me to edify you, God. Help me to have authority. Help me to have authority. Over the evil one. Over the evil one. Who creates barriers in my life. Who creates barriers in my life. I stand today. I stand today in your power. In your power. Now and every day. Now and every day. Set forth. Set forth. To live out your mission, God. To live out your mission, God. Let us use our gifts. Let us use our gifts. Make this day be a marking of change. Make this day be a marking of change. Where I am transformed in you. Where I am transformed in you. Give me your sight for the world. Give me your sight for the world. And in how you see me. And in how you see me. Give me a headspace of heaven. Give me a headspace of heaven. Here on earth. Here on earth. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for a way to get plugged into what we're doing, email us at office at washingtonchurch.org or go to our website, washingtonchurch.org.